Hello and welcome to Box Office Receipts. I'm your host, Tyler Callahan. We had a quiet weekend at the box office thanks to Halloween. We also got an update on Eternals as it heads to its opening weekend. And Chris Pratt has another voice acting gig. Let's start with the top five. Staying in first place is Dune with 15.5 million for a total of 69.4 million. In second place is Halloween Kills with 8.5 million for a total of 85.6 million. Third place was No Time to Die with 7.8 million for a total of 133.3 million. Opening in fourth place was My Hero Academia World's Heroes Mission with 6.4 million. Fifth place was Venom Let There Be Carnage with 5.75 million. As for the other new releases, they opened right out of the top five. Last Night in Soho opened in 6th place with 4.16 million, and right behind it was Antlers in 7th also with 4.16 million. So Halloween being on a weekend did hurt the box office a bit, but that was to be expected as it was the first time in 2 years people could go out and celebrate more safely. The new releases did not do great at all. For Antlers I feel bad for it because this was a movie supposed to be out last year. In fact I remember when I went to see Birds of Prey, I saw a trailer for the film and it was pushed back as the pandemic started. Now, with it being a Fox film, there was not much Disney could do with it, but still. As for Last Night in Soho, I'm a big fan of Edgar Wright, but from what I saw, what failed this movie was the marketing. The trailers I saw did not really make it clear what it was. Was it a straight horror? People watching it would not be sure what it was, and if it confuses them, why are they gonna go see it? I think what also might have hurt it was because it was not clear what kind of film it was. It's that it's also completely different from what Edgar Wright usually does, which is action or comedy action. Uh, this is not that at all. Unlike those two films, however, anime fans showed up again in strong support. While the 6.4 million from My Hero Academia does not sound too amazing, it was only released in 1,500 theaters, so the per theater average is solid. The Dune drop was not great, but it was a hit with both Halloween and the fact that yes, they pushed people to see it in theaters, but afterwards, if they want to watch it again, they can on HBO Max. So even with good word of mouth, repeat viewings did take a hit. Still, should finish with at least 90 million domestically, and 100 million finish will be close, but it's still possible. This upcoming weekend, we kick off November with Eternals, and it is now officially MCU's first rotten movie. As of this recording, it's at 51%. Right now, analysts still expect around a 75 million opening, and that would be solid. But the real question is how will word of mouth be? And how big will the second weekend drop be? Who knew, in all the crazy news in Hollywood for 2021, Marvel's first rotten movie would be one of them. From an Oscar-winning director, no less. Anyway, can't wait for the numbers to come out for this one. Taking a look at China, things have gotten interesting. First, let's look at the numbers. After about a month of being in first place, we have a new number one, and that is Bond with No Time to Die, opening in first place with 21 million. Right behind it, though, in second place, is the Battle of Lake Changjin with 19 million, and it extends its lead as the number one movie of 2021, now at 857 million worldwide. Third place was Dune, which was a big drop-off, making only 5 million for a total of 32.9 million. Fourth place was not a new film, but a release of a 2008 Japanese film called Departures, which made 3.56 million. Lastly, in fifth place was My Country, My Parents, with 2.48 million for a total of 226.5 million. For No Time to Die, this was okay, but not great. For reference, when Spectre was released there, it made 44.4 million in its opening weekend and finished with 83.5 million. Now the issue No Time to Die has in China, besides the fact that six years between releases, 
Uh, COVID is back in the country. That's right, China is dealing with a small outbreak of the Delta variant over the past week with a few cases in Beijing. What this means right now is around 1,400 theaters across the country are shut down in, uh, I believe, 14 different provinces. Uh, Variety says that this equates to around 13% of China's box office now closed. This likely did not help Dune as it dropped 76% compared to its opening weekend. But how will this affect new releases? Well, for the next big Chinese films, nothing is set yet. So I would not expect any blockbusters from those studios until around the end of December. And if it gets worse, then not until Chinese New Year. For Hollywood films, we did get release dates for two more, though not the ones you were thinking of. Snake Eyes has been given the green light and will premiere on November 5th. Will it save that film from being a bomb? Absolutely not. And a week after, on November 12th, Jungle Cruise will be premiering in theaters there. This will probably fare better than Snake Eyes, but much better is hard to tell, as we're still not even sure how many theaters will be open. No release date yet for Venom Let There Be Carnage, as it's now looking at a late November release at the earliest, which, if Sony is lucky, they, that's what they will get. If it does not get a release until December, it runs the risk of trying to have both Venom and Spider-Man in theaters in China at the same time, likely crushing Venom's numbers. Looking at worldwide numbers, Dune made another $21.4 million for a worldwide total of $292.1 million. With $300 million a lock, we now look to see if it can finish above $350 million. Venom Let There Be Carnage also made $21.4 million for a total of $395.8 million worldwide. While $400 million is a lock and $450 million is likely, this film will not pass half a billion without China. No Time to Die made $51.9 million and has passed the $600 million milestone, with it now at $605.8 million. Again, in the UK, this film just keeps breaking records and is close to passing Avengers Endgame as the fifth biggest film in the market of all time. Halloween Kills made $8.2 million for a total now of $115.1 million. Ron's Gone Wrong is at 33.3 million worldwide. The Last Duel is at 23 million. And Last Night Soho is at 6.5 million. Looking beyond the numbers, we did get some other news from Hollywood, including a new movie announcement. This comes from Hollywood Reporter, but we are getting a new Garfield movie. Animated as well, not live action. Alcon Entertainment will be producing it, while distribution will be handled by Sony. As for who will be voicing the character, well, it's Chris Pratt. As for others attached to the film, it will be written by David Reynolds, who wrote the script for Finding Nemo, and directed by Mark Dindel, who directed Chicken Little. No release date or year has been announced yet, so I actually think this could be a good movie. I think the switch to being an animated film is the right one, and people behind the camera seem talented enough to pull it off. As for Pratt doing the voice, well, well, if anything, I think he would do better here than being the voice of Mario, so there's that. At Warner Brothers, not only do we have a new movie in the works, but also a new production company. Deadline has the exclusive on this, and that is Bradley Cooper starting up a new production company, and the first film he'll be working on is Hyperion, which is based off a series of novels written by Dan Simmons. The move is interesting, as while Cooper has been working to get this project started, it was initially set to be a limited series on sci-fi, but will now be a full-blown movie at Warner Brothers. Now, again, just because Cooper's new company is making it does not mean he'll be starring it or even directing it. Right now, Deadline is saying the search who will direct it has started. As for the name of the new company, uh, well, it's not named yet. We did get a delay for a film. I know it's only been like two weeks since Disney pushed back their Marvel films, but this one is not from them, but from Sony. Their film, The Man from Toronto, which was set to come out in January, now comes out August 12th next year. Considering they have not even started promotion on it yet, it makes sense. 
For new trailers this week, we got two. One is for Moonfall, a Roland Emmerich film, so you know it's about the Earth possibly blowing up or being crushed or something to that effect. The film's budget is $140 million and distributed by Lionsgate, so, uh, yeah, good luck with that. It comes out February 4th next year. February is really looking real busy uh, between a bunch of new films and video games coming out all at the same time. Uh, we also got a new trailer for Morbius, which is still set to come out in January. After seeing some new footage, yeah, it's straight up going to be like the first Venom movie, except with a different character. So, eh. And that'll be for this week's episode of Box Officer Seats. No VOD premium today. Question for the episode is, are you planning on seeing Eternals? Let me know on Facebook. Link to the pages in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.